All right, here in the Moto X Pod studio, I guess the first thing we're going to do in the new studio setup is we've got a couple of the kids that ride locally here, and we're just going to talk a little bit of Supercross, and we may not ever po publish this at all. We got Dylan, the real deal, Lunsford. What's up, Dill? Huh? Nothing much. What class are you riding this year, Dylan? I don't really know, to be honest. Okay, well. Small bikes. Huh? Big bikes and small bikes. Both, okay, sounds good. And we got David Sugar Dumpling Swallows. What's up? What's up, David? What are you riding next year? Uh, All right, 2018. 2018. I think we're in both schoolboy one and two. Oh, wow. Whatever class we can get into. Right? Whatever you can get into. <laughs> and we've got Doc Smith. Doc, what are you going to be doing? Uh, C-class. C-class hero. Probably college boy. And, col and college boy. I didn't, I didn't see that coming. Hey, that's... <laughs> I didn't know I was paying for that class, too. Now. <laughs> That's right, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, no schoolboy. That's right. No. So we were talking earlier about the um, Supercross coming up. We've got, what, a uh, little over a week? Oh, is it two weeks? It, I think it, two it's weeks. Two. Two, two weeks until the first round. So what are you? What are y'all guys thinking right now? Who Who's your pick, Doc, right now? Off the call. Who, uh, who do you think wins? I'd probably say Mooskin. Mooskin, okay. David? I'm always riding with Mooskin. Dill? I think if Roxon can overcome his arm, he should be top. I, I think I think I'm with you too. I think if if that arm is even eighty percent, I think Roxon runs away with it. But uh, but Tomac is going to be my pick. If I had to put money on it, if I had to put some of my paycheck, it had to be Tomac. So yeah, I could see Tomac doing great, but with his, how his arm and his injury was, he's not going to come back. You mean Roxon? What I say? You said Tomac. Yeah. Oh, Roxon. Yes. With his arm how it is, he's going to come back and, like, he's not going to know the race pace. At least from the start. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like like I said, I always just feel like Mooskan's so consistently you can't beat him. Right. But you, you can't argue with that. The, the guy is just, I mean, obviously showed this year, the, you know, 2017, what he can do, and then the off-season races. Do y'all count that for anything? He kind of won all these off-season races. Does that even count to y'all, or is that... I mean, I count as in he's not losing speed, that's for sure. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying, yeah. I could, I could see him with his off-season races. It could help him and give him the confidence coming into the first round and knowing that he's beat everyone he's raced the whole off-season. Yeah, that's true. I think it's definitely going to give him some confidence but he hasn't been put to the test with tomac roxon or any of those guys that we're gonna see him with really. yeah the guys he's racing with i mean you've got what who's been at those anderson's been at those races um wilson Will, yeah, the dean wilson's been there those are the guys that he's been battling with and those guys well anderson's fast but dean wilson's a great rider but we're not going to sit back and say hey dean wilson is a guy who's going to win a championship so and i think dean wilson's actually beat him at a round before at one of the at one of the rounds so. i think it was a close but i don't know yeah paris. yeah paris hey pull your mic down just a little bit there you go so so y'all so we're basically i just can't believe none of y'all think tomac i mean the I, dude killed it last year i would love to because like kawasaki and you want him to be up top but I just see the confidence in in Muskin to just run off with it. Yeah. I mean, Muskin's just always my pick, but I feel like for the championship, it's just a shot in the dark. 
Who is? Oh, for any of those guys. Yeah, there's so many fast guys coming in this year. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, Roxon, if he just stays smooth, I think he'll run with Tomac pretty good. And Roxon's a little bit smoother than Tomac, I think. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I I think that both of them have raw speed, but I definitely think Roxon at his peak, like I said, if his arm's 80% or better, I think he's going to be. But they've talked about it on the Pulp Show. I can't remember who said it, or maybe it was one of the – the racer x's um videos saying what's going to happen the first time that arm hits the ground is he going to have the strength you know to rebound from that or is he going to put him back to 10th or 11th that round if he has a a spill or tangles with somebody on the start i mean is he going to have the strength to charge back to the pack that's what guys like when you think about uh, ryan villapoto or carmichael or mcgrath that those guys they could have an issue and then charge through the pack to the front and that, that's what made those guys champions. And I just don't know if Roxon's arm's going to allow him to do that. I mean, that's we're not going to figure that out until Anaheim. Yeah, that, well, that's but that we're just talking about it here. It's just bench racing, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've always felt Tomac's just kind of messy. He, you know, he's fast, but the chances of him crashing are always way high. Yeah, oh, I, I that's see. another thing with Muskin because he's, I think he's the next Diesel. Like he's consistent, like. He'll get sketchy, but when he gets sketchy, it's pretty bad. Well, okay, but the big problem that he's going to have this year is whoops. Like, the dude cannot blitz whoop. He is like Doc at <laughs> across whoops. No, the dude no, cannot blitz whoop. That. <laughs> he's better or you're better? He's better. Okay, he's better. But he doubles through the whoops, and, and we watched him just get eat up at the Paris rounds and stuff like that in the whoops. So, I mean, this is Supercross. There's going to be big whoops. I mean, how how can he have a championship if he can't get up on top of the whoops? So, I mean, Chad Reed, we watch him at, at whatever age he's at, you know, 97 years old, <laughs> in his mid-30s, you know, early mid-30s, and he's just blitzing through whoops faster than in anybody. And Mushkin's got to be able to conquer that. Granted, I, age, I, he has confidence to blitz whoops. He's had so long to learn how to or, do it <laughs> yeah yeah he had to learn because he was racing against the likes of like um stewart who was just a beast yeah carmichael yeah. i mean i always i think jumping through him sometimes an advantage like at arlington this year i saw him jump through the whoops where everybody else skimmed him and it, he just wasn't making mistakes where everybody else was in there and he was just getting through it it seemed so much faster yeah i guess there's that that deal but like we saw tomac is really good through the whoops and he's Passed Dungey there before, multiple yeah. times, and then. Yeah, yeah, you're you're right, you're right about that. Yeah, Dungey, and and Tomax just fast through him, but Dungey at the end of the season had better seasons because of you know consistency. So. Yeah. And there's a there's a lot more to the track than just the whoops with Moosecan. There's. He's a, he's a solid rider almost everywhere. Well, from what I understand, the French riders ride a lot of stuff that is super crossy. As they grow up, their tracks are different. They have a lot of smaller. They have a lot more super cross stuff, especially back in the day. So they're a little more, you know, attuned to the hard pack and the the rhythm that the super cross guys have to be able to get into, where you're downsiding stuff perfectly, greasing sections, and that kind of stuff. If you watch Muskin, he doesn't clip stuff. To me, he's a lot like Dungey where he downsides perfect. He uses momentum, pumping through the turns, almost like McGrath, that kind of stuff. That does make a difference, but you have someone like Tomac who just just powers through everything. It, it kind of seems like, you know, you've had your errors of your uh, your McGraths and your 
Ricky Carmichael's and then James Stewart with his just raw speed compared to their smoothness. But now you got all of those guys at one time, it seems like. You got your Moosecan with the smooth speed and then Tomac with just raw yeah, wide open everywhere. That's a, that's really a good point. Actually, we it's going to be another. We've had said for the last few years this is going to be the best year. This is, this is shaping up to be a great year. Like I haven't even thought about the 250 class because there's so much. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, obviously we don't know who for sure. We know you know Fortner's not going to be riding the West Coast. We know that for sure with a broke wrist. <laughs> um, but but we don't know much. We know that Alex Martin is going to be riding the East Coast because he's. Uh, or Jimmy Jeremy Martin because he's riding a 450 on the West Coast. I saw that. So, okay. So we're those are our, our leader guys. So who do you think the next the next group of riders we're gonna have? You're gonna have guys like Baggett, Anderson, Dean Wilson has got to have got to be at least in the talks in that the way he's been his off season. Um, who else do you think you have in that? You know, we're gonna call them four, five, six spots. Uh, I don't know. I can see. I can see Baggett having a good year this year. I know you'll love to hear that. I do, I do. I, I got a little bit of a chubby just now thinking about Baggett getting, having a good year. <laughs> I mean, I think Seeley, I don't know if he will be consistent in that top six range, but I know he can get up in there occasionally. Yeah, he does have just purity, like smooth speed like that, yeah. I'm going to walk out on a broke limb, and I think Barsh is going to come back stronger than ever. On the Yamaha that he hated so much. So what happens if he comes? If Barsha comes back on that Yamaha that he just just tore apart and said he hated, I mean, well, we know JGR isn't gonna pick him up. <laughs> but I mean, just saying it on the Suzuki. But he didn't like the Yamaha. It, I wonder if that bike has changed enough. I know it's a new frame and new design, but I would like to see Barsha up there because he doesn't give a crap about anybody else. He just like I like watching him, bam, bam, Barsha. I, I like that. Because if you look back, he didn't care about any section. He would do whatever he had to do to get to it inside. Yeah, but he hopefully he can just smooth out and not. He overrode the 250. I don't know if y'all remember him in the 250 class, but he was on the rev limiter, overriding it, pushing, pushing, pushing. And Doc, you ride a 450. Can you ride your 450 like that? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> you ride a gear up and just try to stay smooth. Smooth, yeah. So that's why guys like Sealy. You know, or Kevin Windham, whenever the 450s came out, why? Because his style was so smooth. Why those guys excelled at that kind of stuff. So, yeah, Barsha, huh? That, that that's an interesting pick. I don't. I mean, in the, in, I think I'm gonna be with. I mean, Baggett's got to be up there, but Anderson. Yeah, and then like Wilson. But you know, Anderson's not at Alden Baker's factory during this off season. He's been in, in California the whole time. So, does that change anything for him? I mean, is that going to hurt him? What do you think? I think that could give him a, uh, a almost like a relief of getting out and doing your own thing, and that could push you in your mind to want to push yourself better to show that you don't have to be at training facility to do great. Oh, to be like with the top with yeah. guys or whatever. I don't know. The problem I have with that is when you're at Baker's facility, kind of like with you at Underground, it's not just the trainer – it's riding with the stiffest competition on a daily basis. Yeah. So that would be like the difference between you riding here and doing your own program and riding at Underground. What do you think? So just using this as an example, what did you get from being at Underground? What do you get that you don't get here? Well, you get to see like how these guys ride, and you get you can pretty much try to copy what they do and speed wise, 
and then you also try to push yourself harder to keep this person behind you and and I think he's going to lose that. You know what I'm saying? So Anderson, I think he has a speed, but I, I'm just curious. I think he's kind of a wild card because of him not being – I know he's going back out to to Florida, but I just don't know. The question is, does he, draw, does he lose anything from being there, like from what Autumn will see? Do you think that maybe it would – maybe not as speed as much as like fitness. fitness? It's a long season. Yeah. Because you're going to probably have something crazy happen at Anaheim 1. There's always somebody new coming in. Something. Someone I mean, Josh hurt. Grant has won it twice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm not saying anything bad about Josh Grant. I'm just saying it's wild, uh, hairball things happen for people to win. So. I, I don't. mean, speaking of endurance, I just want to know how much longer Baggett has in him. To keep racing? To keep racing. I He's been in there I for mean, he's a already while. Bald. I know he looks like uh, <laughs> he like looks an old 40. man, but he's not that old. I mean, I think he's actually pretty young. It's like um, a buddy of mine that I think my buddy Paul was like bald at 22. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So uh, I think Baggett's about like that. What, what was somebody called him the other day? I think it was... was Grandpa, probably. No. <laughs> I know uh, Ron called him uh, Benjamin Button. Yeah, Benjamin Button. That's what it was. Yeah, Benjamin Button. So, um, but no, dude, I think he's going to have a great year. Uh, another good year. He's on a good team. He's on the bike that everybody wants to be on that uh, that KTM. Uh, well, I guess the factory KTM, and that team he's on is a basically a factory team. You know, so. I mean, excuse me if I offend you, but I just feel like Baggett's more of a national guy. No, I don't feel like his strength is too much on a supercross track. Yeah, but he's been working with Burner, I believe, um, Michael Byrne, and um, and Burner is gonna get him confident and teach him how to do supercross. Uh, Burner has always been good at it, so that's gonna be something I think he has going for him. I know his size definitely affects him on the supercross track. Yeah, he's yeah. tiny. <laughs> yeah, I think. Jason being out in California, I think that's actually going to help him, and it's going to hurt Muskan being down there by himself. Yeah, yeah, because who is Muskan training with right now? He's got fifty riders. Well, no, he's got uh, Osborne and what? What four fifty riders is he that's training it. with? It's Osborne and Muskan, I believe. I think there's one more two fifty rider. I don't know who though. Yeah. So. It's... Oh, Tickles out there. For a tickle. <laughs> Tickles got that bike. He is. I think this is a big year for him to either do something. If it doesn't turn out good for him with that bike, I think, and with that training program and all that stuff, how does how does he come back from that? He doesn't that? rebound from it. He probably... He, I, I mean, mean, he's a great rider. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. But confidence is a big part in it, and if he doesn't show what he wants to show, it'll destroy him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good point. And I don't think we have any uh, big names from the 250 class moving up this year either. Uh, Sex, no, Sex has been in it. Um, yeah, we do Cantrell. But he's not moving to the 450. He's saying guys coming from oh, the 250 to the 450. Yeah, no. Amateur pro. Like, no. we don't have any big 250 names moving up this year that I've heard of, at least. No, because Osborne was the big name, I guess you'd say. Um, I don't know. Yeah. There's, there's, like you said, the only thing is, is Martin yeah, riding the 450 on the West Coast. But yeah. other than that, I think you're right. It's just, it's an unusual year, which is going to make it a good year. Yeah. Yep, and it's, I'm excited. 2018 is going to be interesting. Um, 
Because we're going to have a new champion. You think about that. Dungey stepped away at the end of Supercross. It's been, what, six years since Orion hasn't won it? <laughs> Has it been that long? <laughs> wow. Close, I think, because Dungey has three and Villapodi has yeah. four. Uh, since A. Ryan hasn't won it. Since A. Ryan, yeah. <laughs> There's not going to be a Ryan winning it this year. I don't think. I don't, I don't think anybody's coming out of out from nowhere and winning the 450. <laughs> like Ryan Surratt. <laughs> yeah, Ryan Surratt, yeah. So what are y'all thinking on 250s? Man, I think there's too much up in the air right now. We don't even know who's going to be there. I'm pretty sure that Pro Circuit's whole team is signed up right now for the <laughs> West Coast, and then they'll figure out who it is. What is the deal with Cianciarillo right now? Is he going to be able to ride? Yeah, um, I was listening. I haven't got all the way through to listening to the Pulp, and, and, he, and, and um, Nick Way. Is, is working with him. So Cincerillo's there training. He, he should be there 100% too. I heard he's ready to go. And and um, Nick Way says that he thinks the reason why, which I can understand this too, the reason why he didn't win last year is because of consistency. If he would have, you know, had didn't have so many fifths and sixths and would have been able to stay on the box, he would have been at the points race. Or the champion last year. So, I mean, the kid's fast. I know he's not the baby Jesus everybody thought he was. <laughs> yeah, but. I mean, well, whenever it's, he got pushed into the pro ranks, he lost all of his, all of his, um... Well, he got hurt. Well, uh, before he, because he pretty much got pushed into the pro ranks, and he had, like, the most, like, natural, like, form. Like, his leg was, like, ridiculously high. And all of his form, but when he got pushed in the pro ranks, he had to learn all this speed so quick. And uh, also, well, so he got hurt, and then while he was hurt, he grew like nine foot, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So he went from being a kid to being almost a man, and I think that changed a lot for him. I mean, like you said, he's not the, you know, baby Jesus everybody expected him to be. It was just sad watching him on Superman. He's like, I go back and watch old videos, and I wasn't even there for that time. I'm like. No, he has to be fast, and I see his results for the year, and I'm like, this, this can't be true. That's going to happen to Dylan. He's going to grow one day, and Dylan's going to yeah. be slow. I think so. He's going to wind up. Well, I don't think you have any chance of Dylan winding up being <laughs> nine foot tall. He's going to be no. on at that 150 at 20. In fact, your parents are like 4'10". Four, four yeah, both of them, like together. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like one on top of each other is like, like seven foot. <laughs> well, that, I mean, so what's your plans next year, David? My plans next year is in 2018. Yeah, well, yeah, 2018. Well, it's not there yet. It's almost yeah, there. We have to have Christmas. You get what I'm saying? So, anyway, so what are you? What What are your plans for next year racing? My plans next year is um, to do some nationals for sure. Doing some of the amateur nationals. Yeah. Any I, certain ones you want to hit? I know I want to try and be at uh, GS7. Yeah, well, it's in our backyard, so that that's a good yeah, one to hit. That'll be one we'll do for sure. I don't. It doesn't count really as a national, but I do want to do Junior Moto X for sure. I definitely mm-hmm. want to be there for that one. And just, uh, you know, that the rest kind of depends on the money we got at the time. Yeah. Yo, we, we understand uh, yeah, that. we understand that <laughs> way too well. All too well. What about you, the real deal? Like David was saying, try and get to some nationals and then try and do some freestone for winter series. The w- just, winter series, yeah. Are you going to do the winter series, David? Yeah, I'll be there. Get yep. to the track and then try and hit up every Loretta's qualifier we can get to. Yeah. So you're going to try to do like like even like the like the West Coast or just going to just focus on the South Central or how y'all going to do? You don't know yet? Everything we can get to. Oh, that's good. Well, we might be going to some of the West Coast ones. So. Yeah, we'll drag you along. If we'll we drag you to. along. <laughs> 
mean, so so this is like gonna been a big year for Doc as far as kind of stepping up, trying to do some of the amateur national stuff. And you did your first amateur national. So you're sitting here with these two guys that are obviously going to be faster than you one day. <laughs> but no, seriously, what it, for you, what's different? Because you come to the local, I'm just going to be honest with you, you come to the local races, you dominate, you come to some of the races, and you beat kids, like, handedly, and then you went to Minios this year, and some of the kids that you can keep up with or beat, beat you. What what changed? Like what what do you tell other young riders? You're like this is your first. It was your first big national ever to do. Yeah, I'd say probably get out of your head because I got in my head pretty bad. I'd make one mistake and I wouldn't forget about that mistake the whole rest of the race, and it would make more mistakes. Yeah. So pretty much whenever you go to the bigger races, you gotta if you make a mistake, you gotta put that mistake out of your head as clo- as quick as possible to make sure that you can focus on the race at hand. Yeah, when you when there's like loaded gates and everything, there yeah. was four thousand eight hundred entries at Minios. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Four thousand eight hundred. There was like in the two fifty class on the Supercross, there was like two hundred entries. No, uh, on the. I know it was motocross. On, one of one of them. There was no okay. One of them had ninety eight entries, and one of them had a hundred and twenty. Half of them had to leave after that biblical storm came. <laughs> Actually, the the, the no, the no people didn't on. leave from that. The, they just held the race off one day. Um, but I mean, you did good. You qualified for all your classes. You got a top yeah. ten in Supercross. You had definitely had top ten speed. You just yeah, yeah. putting I'm, it together. Apart and, and after that, top ten. That's the first time I've heard you actually say that. That oh, like, I did. <laughs> you think it was just being your first race, or do you think it was not being with those guys I, running that pace? I think it was a little bit of both. It was the fact that I knew I could run the pace, but not doing it and making mistakes that i don't make on a regular basis yeah like me when i get a bad start you know every race <laughs> and like i'm like no 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 i beat that kid all the time but i'm way behind him and it just gets in my head yeah and it's the fact that like people like well stockton i ride with him every day and seeing him like in the supercross he got a bad start and came up and passed me and i was like okay i'm gonna hook on to him and keep going and in two corners he was like four seconds ahead of me it really messed with me knowing that i should be at least able to hold on to him for a lap and it couldn't but that that, i think after i saw that i got in my head like even the rest of that race knowing i didn't keep up with him and i i just went and he's got slower and slower it's just uh it's it's a lot of mental that's for sure yeah yeah, it happens to all racers. And then my starts were, were crap, and that's normally the opposite. You know, what I think we should talk about is I checked the class list for the, the winter series, and 125C is gone. What do you mean gone? Gone. There's no one. There's, it's 125CC, so A, B, and C. No, no it's BC. BC. It's BC. It's just BC? BC, C, D, pretty much. Yeah. What, they, they don't put A classes in that Which kind of is, stuff. It, you know, that's, that's kind of a struggle. I'd say, like, me and Dylan, we're almost perfect kids for 125c that's the class we yeah need. i'm surprised they need a 125c like it it's not even on class there. last year too they, yeah they should they should have that on there because that would make that can make them more money on honestly well it's not only that but their that 125c class would be a great stepping stone for kids who come off of 85s who haven't been to loretta's and that kind of stuff and move to a big bike that the would kids be, need to ride 125 because and it's, if it's a 125 bc it might as well just it's be schoolboy school just be schoolboy one yeah that's and 
Maybe See, it's a mistake on the on the classes. I contacted Freestone and they are saying they're not gonna have it. Did you ask him why? I haven't, but I'm gonna try and get to the AMA official there and see what I can talk to. Him. Well, once once the race happens there, it's not coming. Well, for next year, it's not coming back. But I mean, they can't take it out for Loretta's or anything. No, I, they it, won't. Is there a 125C in Loretta's this yeah, year? Have you yeah. checked at the Loretta's I, class? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I don't get why but they would just, take it out. There's with no the point. Winter Series, that's that just seems kind of ridiculous to me. I remember last year, like that was the class last year in the Winter Series. There was. 20 people at it almost every race which is a big class for that yeah series. for that winter series yeah it sure is hmm well it kind of kills 125 excuse me for the local yeah. you know for the local kids that want to ride 125s yeah. because the c class is not how do you say it i mean at the national level the c class is totally different than it is local and so when you go to the winter series for people who don't know about a texas winter series it brings in a lot of fast riders yeah especially the freestone ones because people come to get ready for JS for JS seven, so that's a that's a big ra- big race to go to, and that's kind of a like kind of a. I wonder what class. I wonder if they just got rid of classes or did they add some other ones. I mean, I, I didn't see anything that was added. I didn't see anything added. Hmm. It, well, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna complain too much because I've I've been preaching for the past two years that they need to cut the class down. <laughs> well, I mean, I just feel like it's, it seems so weird for them to take that class out because you know kids it's been the way we've always done it kids need to ride 125s it's almost like they're not encouraging it anymore right they don't have a good class for yeah. kids that are coming up on 125s well and the fact that the production of 125s is limited to three bikes and if i mean i still say if they keep doing 125 classes that production could, could go back up if they have a lot of kids yeah for sure wanting to race this class yeah because yeah. from what i understand yamaha and ktm pretty much sell all their 125s you know what i mean yeah. they, they, they sell them so i mean that's a good point so i, I got a weird question for you and we're gonna put uh doc here a little bit on the spot between y'all two y'all are both moving like full-time you were on a big bike last year but moving full-time to big bikes dealing is too y'all have to race against doc who is riding c-class Right, so what do y'all think about that? And I'm asking this honestly because you have a kid who rides national C class and kind of, you know, obviously not winning it. It's not like Stockton, you know, de- like destroying the C class this year. Um, he's racing it again. Didn't have the best year this year. But what do you think about that? About having to race him at the local races? I mean, me personally, you know, sometimes it just it kind of sucks. But I mean, I understand where he's coming from with. Like, honestly, I do like to joke about Doc being a sandbagger. I'm oh, for sure. Me too. That. I'm his but, dad. Yeah, but, me too. You know, it's just, I understand he's racing C for the Nationals, not the local. If he was just doing local races, he would be a B rider for sure. But right. he's doing it at the Nationals where C is where he should be competing. So, Dylan, you're coming up, and you're going to, it's not just Doc. I'm just using him as an example, because, but there's other kids that are that way that ride the National. And we're growing here. Like I've told people before, we have five really good training facilities in this area or potential when you got you know we got underground where docks at you've got tap you've got um the edge is they're they're really they're really coming in really hard they're they're setting up uh, you know that kind of stuff you get compound 77 yeah, and Raynards and master pools and master pool gee i forgot about that that's six training facilities within two hours from here well, and the fact that there's also Fast pros around here like Winderstrom, Winderstrom, and that working like with, and then Andrew Pierce like 
that dude, yeah. I heard his training skills are just out of this world. Well, so what I'm talking about, you got that, you got those six. I even forgot about Master Bowls. You got six national level training facilities in this area. Y'all are gonna have to deal with more of these these sea baggers. You know, these local <laughs> kids that ride the C class at the nationals. They maybe they're not the top of the class, but here they are. How is that for you, Dylan? Knowing you're coming in to have to do that this year. I'm gonna treat it just like I would any other race. Try and get to the front, and then I mean they're gonna have to work for it, and I try to ride a wide bike and just see yeah. what I can do. But I mean, like, what is I mean? Have you? Does it upset you having to deal with that kind of stuff when you have national level kids hitting up the local races and stuff like that? I mean a little, but it kind of goes back to when I was just started riding. I had raced one AMA race, and it put me out of the beginner class because I got in it and I had a bad wreck, and then. It kind of scared me out of it. Yeah. So I missed beginner, so I jumped right into an age group. Yeah. And so I think that really pushed me to get faster quick. So moving up did you good. So I think this will do the same. Yeah, I feel the same way about that too with all like the national kids. That's just – if I won a class and it was easy my whole entire life, I'm never getting faster. But just me being dissatisfied with my results is always going to make me push harder. Yeah. I, I think some people – like they'll quit over that kind of stuff because they want the easy way and they want that kind of stuff. But I, I was just curious about that. I mean, cause I know y'all are all friends and hopefully y'all are, are honest with doc and call him a douchebag and a sandbagger be. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I, no. I give him plenty of crap. <laughs> oh yeah. He does. Most of them do, but I don't, but I want it. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Funny. Yeah. He, I mean, like I said, it's, it's another year and then you're out of the class and all that kind of yeah. good stuff. But I, I was just curious about that. To see what what y'all thought. So, are y'all gonna run? You running Lone Star? Both of y'all guys this year? I mean, if there's another race on we can go to. We're going to that one. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't planning on trying to run the whole series to be honest, because it's really not making me faster unless I go for Loretta's Winter Series. But I would like to get to Pro Challenge. Yeah, Pro Challenge yeah, is like the only definite for me. Year. Yeah, hit the Pro Challenge. Besides area qualifier, then, there definitely just jump to Pro Jump. I mean. Yeah, we're, we all three, we say we're going to jump the pro yeah, jump next year. Yeah, I'm like, back to I, back. I hit it on the last days, so I hit it every qualified, race. but I got all my motos in. Dylan, if you weed in front of me, I'll, we're going to have a problem. <laughs> I, I think jump this, over him. <laughs> y'all do know that if I post this, that this is probably going to get out to the point that, that and then Trey's going to hear it, and yeah, then he may not okay. even let y'all race. What's he going to do? He, um, he can't like, prove it. <laughs> no, you don't know who was behind the mic. The, there's a lot of races and a lot of jumps. I've always said, I'm going to hit that. And then I look at it and I'm like, I'm not going to hit that. So, that, I honestly think that the pro jump is like half the size of that triple Yeah, step honestly, like at, I've looked at, at it. I've, no, looked, at, uh, I've looked at it several intro. times and the gap between the face and the table oh, is not, not far. Like, yeah. I it's honest, just a booter. I don't think I would hit it because it's just such a huge gap. And it's a gap. But if it was a tabletop, I think I could. I think yeah. you, it's no, just that confidence thing. You could would you? Probably not. <laughs> what 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 are you saying there, bro? The face is only the face to landing is only ninety feet this year. <laughs> oh, it was shorter this year. Well, Riggin sent it on the one twenty five. Wasn't he on the one twenty five? Yeah, like every lap for a hundred dollars. What do you mean for a hundred dollars? For a hundred dollars, he, he got bet for he got bet a hundred dollars at the gate. By who? I don't know. He just walked up. He said, if you jump that jump out there, I'll give you $100. And he did it. And he did it. And he pulled off to finish and got $100. He said Trey thought it was really cool. Oh, did he? 
Because we not gonna like to hear that. <laughs> well, we we asked about it if they were gonna get to do it, and I almost didn't let Doc race because the whole point of doing it was to hit that big. Yeah, jump. I was on the four fifty. I could have hit it. You could have hit breathed on hit the it. throttle and hit it. <laughs> I could hit it from the inside, like like third gear, just roll off of it. But I wasn't trying to get disqualified. So um, spend too much money to not finish a race, to not be able to race the rest of the weekend. And we whatever. had contingency on the line through sure. other classes, and we just didn't want to put that in jeopardy. Yeah. We didn't want the the shop that gave contingency for that race to be like, oh, we're not giving you no contingency because you were, you know, doing that. So yeah. I mean, how long is the triple at Buffalo? I know it's not much. I know it's. Oh, the uphill. Yeah, I. I don't know. I sent that. Much. Yeah. It can't. It's got to be bigger than that. It's it's got to be. At, I mean, mm. I don't think it's too far. I don't like, think it's much longer. Yeah. If, if, maybe, I know me and Dylan, we've overjumped the... Yeah, uh, I have too. I flatlanded the other side of that thing. So. And, yeah, that felt great for sure. Yeah. Especially when you're fat like me and your suspension's not set up right. So. I've heard from some of the pros that were at Pro Challenge, and they're saying that the step up coming back towards the main part... Like, that was harder. Oh, was harder. yeah, much harder. Yeah. I, 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 there's no way and I can bigger. clear that. Like, I was coming up... I was going over that on my 350 just tapped out and couldn't make it over i mean so. i almost made it on that ragged out 125 i tried it on the 150 and i got I, on I mean the i was able to hit it but like i said it was 450 yeah like I was, it was still I was like landing fourth, right on the lip on the 125 it was fourth wide or fifth like mid yeah all right well it sounds like y'all have got like y'all's plans for this well y'all two don't have actual plans He's gonna. I'm gonna try to do the best I can and get to the races I can. Yeah. You gotta have a plan. Yeah, we just kind of. Just sometimes kind of you just gotta float the river. Just gotta send it, bro. So just what are y'all thinking on Bradley Taft coming into the pros this year? Yeah. Um. What What happened with that? Is he with Rock River? River. Mm-hmm. Rock River. I said it. I said Rock River. I know. Um. I don't. I have no clue. I don't know how he's gonna do. I don't know his big thing is uh justin hill on the new bike that's that's a big thing well from what i hear too is that suzuki even though in stock form it's not that fast i hear the suzuki that jgr puts together is and or yoshimura jgr suzuki that kind of stuff i hear it's a beast so i think he'll do just fine i think he'll help them sell them for sure somebody needs to help them sell them then on russ uh rockstar husky they had some new members in i think i saw I have no clue. I haven't. I think Moseman, he's he's on there now, right? I, I have no clue. I haven't looked at two fifty. Like seriously, I haven't looked at two fifty class at all, just because I've been so excited about the four fifty class. And then Tenet is supposed to be doing a Supercross this year. I heard. A Supercross? I don't know if he's running all a Supercross. Or How's your boy Winterstrom going to be doing with Supercross? Well, he's uh, he... I don't think he is. He no, no, he said he was, but you know, <laughs> Anaheim one is what he said he was really struggling with because you know he's gonna have to find a way to get his bike all the way to anaheim and, and then, then back to down houston. to houston so he's just gonna try and find somebody's bike to ride in california for the weekend oh that's gonna be tough he had to even qualify because he didn't yeah, he's, he's just gonna get somebody's stock bike and bring his parts over there yeah and think about how well he's got the ship suspension and then what you said pipe ec pipe and bars pipe, pipe bars all Clutch. that sort of stuff yeah it's gonna be a difficult one but so you're going to Houston. That's that's the plan. You're going to Dallas. That's always that's a pretty much definite. I I just enjoy watching Supercross on TV. Take me to Dallas. 
<laughs> I mean, I think Dallas is more or of like sit me with them. Going just going to the Supercrosses is more of the after party than the watching the race. Oh, but it's the, the before part. It's the pits yeah. before. Well, that's like, about it. All of it, like even okay. when we stay at the hotels out there, man, that's funny. This is gonna sound <laughs> kind of cheesy, but I've been to Supercrosses so many times uh, with with like industry passes and that kind of stuff. I don't think I could go as just a regular. You got, average you got Joe. spoiled, and now I, and now that you can't just do the regular stuff, you don't even want to go. I don't even I don't even it's care cry, even even with the, about it, even with the industry tickets. God. I don't really care. I just because I can sit you down. Even take your own son. I don't even like you. I know. You won't even take <laughs> your does? own son. Y'all to the races. Hold on. I don't have a choice. Uh. He's here because he's my son. Y'all chose to come here and spend the night with him. No, yeah, I, I, don't I we both waited. I said, Dylan, are you coming? He's like. If you are. Oh, no. I know. I heard that horrible. already, and my feelings got a little hurt, and then I realized that it's fine. I'm a douchebag. Yeah. It so, works. Well, we're going to end it on that. We appreciate everybody <laughs> who does tune in. Dylan, the real deal, Lunsford. We got David, Sugar Dumpling Swallows, and Doc Smith here out, in studio. We appreciate all of our sponsors, Broadway Power Sports, Shock Socks, All Sport Dynamics, MX Girl, York Welding, and TPJ. All helping us out throughout the year. And, yeah, we're going to be hanging out the TPJ rig when we are there off and on during Supercross. So make sure you stop by there and talk to Teddy and, and tell Ted how much you appreciate what they do. What are you, what are you doing? I'm trying to figure That's what I'm asking you. Just, just chilling. Bye, Felicia.